welcome back to We Are Live. I guess you can say the show has gone to the dogs. That's stupid. Oh! <laughs> Joining us in studio, boys and girls, none other than Carly Lawrence, and of course, world famous Barb. Look at the oh. camera. Oh, yeah. Is that good for you, Barb? You're like a pageant mom there, Carly. <laughs> Look at the camera. <laughs> Smile, do a turn. Show them your best side. There you go, Barb. Yeah, that's what we like to see on this YouTube channel. Yeah, that's nice. Carly Lawrence, of course, in-game host for your St. Louis Blues. One of them. Local comedian. We're fellow dancers, uh, Carly and I. We both have danced. uh, And bar. We both have danced in front of NBA players. So I think that makes us fellow dancers. I got paid for it. And she was paid. I, on the other hand, was Was asked to to leave the building. Mm -hmm. Do you have a go-to dance move, Travis? Mm -hmm. Oh. Is that that why they kicked you out? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I was. I didn't have clothes on. I assume, well, yeah. Carly, you probably don't have a go-to dance move just because you have such a variety in your repertoire, right? And she has this thing called talent. She yeah. has that, so that helps. And I'm wearing many more clothes than I was asked to <laughs> when I was paid. <laughs> NBA players, you have a dress code. <laughs> For everyone else, wear absolutely nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> How long were you dancing? For four seasons. For Four seasons? I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah. Four seasons for the Memphis Grizzlies. Huh. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know it was that long. It, it was. Do you want me to say it again? How many seasons? Four. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. You've had more time in the Four league than half of the seasons. basketball players in the city of St. Louis. She's had what? She's had more time in the league than half of the great NBA players to come maybe out of coming to St. Louis. Yeah, that's a good run. You it's have a longer run right now than Jason Tatum, technically. Tatum's been in the league for three. Carly wasn't there for four. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Not so technically, bad. you would be you would have came at the end of your rookie contract. You should have got an extension. You should have got like a five-year, $195 million deal from the Memphis Grizzlies. You were eligible for that. You didn't know that, did you? I wish I got paid that much. <laughs> what was that like? Like, I mean, I know you don't have to give too many behind the scenes because I'm not asking you to be nosy and pry, but no. seeing that many individuals with that much Sounds money. Like yeah, I did. I'm going to be honest. How, how did they behave being so rich? NBA players that Obnoxious. you were around. Really? Was it like just like noticeable? Was, like, was it like a caricature? Just like, man, you don't realize how obnoxious you are, but you were just like, oh, no, they're obnoxious people. Um, I don't know. I wasn't around them personally. I wasn't around them personally very often. Okay. Um, I know some of them were a little more frugal with their money than okay. others. But okay. It's not like you live like a god in Memphis if you're a professional athlete. That would cost a living in Memphis. Uh, yeah. That would that would have been fun. To what? Live in Memphis. Live in Memphis. To be incredibly that? rich and live in Memphis. Oh, you think you'd be incredibly rich anywhere? It'd be fun, fun to be incredibly rich and live somewhere else. Yeah. If you're rich wherever you are, you're gonna find your fun. Yeah. You make you make your own. I'd fun. rather be incredibly rich and not live in Memphis. Yeah. Would you live in an, an expensive city like say? Like San Francisco, New York, I love cost Memphis, of living. Don't get me wrong. I mm-hmm. love Memphis. Don't get me wrong. But I, the reason why I just bring it up in that regard is because I just think your money can go further. Like you can right, buy you can like a seventy-five room mm-hmm. mansion probably for two million dollars in Memphis, whereas if you try to get you know a loft in downtown Manhattan, that's like thirty thousand dollars a month. Yeah. So that's, well, that's my only issue. thing. 
depends but on. But at that point, it depends on just what you care about. Right. Like, do you really care about living in a giant mansion, though? I will say, if you're you know Uber, what I mean? yeah, absolutely. Because if you're uber wealthy or rich and you live in one of these big cities, it is it is good to be rich in one of those big cities. Like, it's good to be rich in Chicago. It's good to be rich in New York because the world is your oyster. Like, you you have so much access to everything when you have that much money. Because I would rather. I would rather spend my money more on experiences rather Agreed. than my housing. Mm-hmm. That's a good so, point. Yeah. That's a good point. That's crazy how much money people will spend, though, ultimately on a house. I saw Jay-Z and Beyonce spend $91 million on a home, and I'm like, I think they have three kids? I Three kids? Well, then, the, the, then they're able to isolate themselves, find privacy, and stuff like that. That's what you're... You're buying your privacy, buying your isolation point. at that point. Um, I guess that's worth it. You can't I would put agree a price with, tag on with that. Uh, Carly and the experiences part. Like, I would even go to a more expensive city, but maybe like my, my housing wouldn't be lavish. It, yeah, yeah, and huge. I, like I could go to like I would maybe San Diego, but maybe I'm investing more in a boat. Like right now, I kind of live. In a little bit of a dump uh-huh. situation. And my money, I spend a lot more on Postmates. Oh. Because that's what brings you the most happiness. Rather than living in, in like a, a nice... In a very or... nice... No, I kind of am the yeah. same way. I would like to... I don't want to spend my last dollar just simply with living lavishly as far as if I could spend that last dollar on a really positive experience mm-hmm. or a memorable experience for that. So I would spend my last dollar probably on maybe exporting events, say like the Super Bowl, the World Series, as opposed to a two-bedroom flat in Clayton. Yeah. You know, I so I would rather spend my last dollar on that than as opposed to live. That, that's just... I mean, if you're going to go broke, I don't want to be reminded of why I'm broke. <laughs> yeah. Walking to this expensive-ass house with all this damn property tax I've got to pay every damn year. Well, it this fat-ass mortgage. Yeah. Where you live. And then again, I guess if you're making that much money, you're really not paying attention to things like bills. Must be nice. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a different life <laughs> that we nice. think about once every one, uh, you know, few months. I actually don't get Postmates that much. <laughs> you know, I've never used... I'm trying to figure out where my money actually goes. <laughs> oh, I, oh you, that's and they do that thing now at your bank, and it's uh, it's their way of helping you save, of course. But nothing is more ah, you're a shit bag than when they show you the pie chart of where all your money is being uh, spent, yeah. and you see this fat ass piece of the pie that goes towards you. My Bank of America food. app does that. Gardner, you spent 75% of your money this week on yeah. bad food. <laughs> Th- thanks, bank? <laughs> I-, I knew I was there. I know yeah. that happened. Shit. You ain't got to tell me. I know, yeah, please don't throw this in my face. Nothing's worth that. I did that in my bank. I was in New York. I get it. All I do is eat at bodegas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you just wanted to say bodega uh, to sound I cool. I, I could carry it over to the new year. Carl's, it's good to have you in. Thanks for joining us. Chris is off and away. Taking care of business for the mm-hmm. We Are Live and Midcoast family. So Carly is kind enough to join us today. And Barb. And Barb. Oh, well, Barb didn't have a choice, I feel like, in the matter. And Bar- she wanted to come. She wanted to see her <laughs> her Uncle Travis and her great, great, great Auntie Gardner. Mm-hmm. Great Auntie Gardner. 
Carly was looking so forward to saying that. And looked right into my eyes when she did so. You do look like a great auntie. She looked, she looked right at me and just... Uh. Where else was I supposed to look? Inside? It feels like you're doing and that. And great auntie Gardner. I, just, I, want, I want that beautiful niece of yours as she gets older to refer to you as great auntie Gardner. Great auntie Gardner. Well, we could probably make that happen. Auntie Gardner! I'll make that suggestion. I'm sure my brother, my brother would be more than willing to go along with that. How, how cool has it been, by the way, being an uncle? It's different. Um, I, uh, I smile while holding a child. Yes. How crazy is that, right? <laughs> and sing her songs. Wow. Yeah. And uh, get yelled at for the songs I sing to her. But I feel that she needs these songs. And she needs to learn more. And what I'll, do you I'll sing? Like Creep by oh, Radiohead. Jesus Christ, you can't sing that song. Break Me by Nirvana. Don't uh, <laughs> oh, no, guys I'll do can't. Closer by Nine Inch Nails here oh, soon. Jesus, but fine. more of a lullaby type, though. Maybe that's maybe that's a you know how they lullaby you know how they do the jazz hip hop well that's you want to do saying. the lullaby pop songs or they used to do like I know Paul Anka and Richard Cheese did like pop songs but in lounge styles um, maybe we need like pop song or more popular songs not necessarily pop songs but even alternative songs sung in a lullaby style for children if that's not already out there I well you know the I forgot the choir that did the trailer for social network it's a, it's a i think a belgian choir yeah they do solicini solicini brothers something yes like i that. think you're right and they essentially they do what they did to creep uh, for other songs as well so mm-hmm. they do other covers as well yeah. for pop songs so maybe you could do that so yeah just that would a, absolutely work. a lullaby version of the of this more popular songs that we've listened to especially if you dig into the 90s i think you could uh have some fun with that uh I think I think Billie Eilish's songs now would translate well to lullaby form. Billie Eilish is just a star. So I think there's you could have a quite a quite a catalog She's to just make a it. Star. It'd be like jock jams back in the day. People loved jock jams, right? Are you comparing Billie Eilish to jock jams? No, I'm just comparing like <laughs> compiling they songs. Like you're comparing Billie Eilish to jock jams. I that, She's not like Gary Glitter. Billie Eilish is the jock jams of our generation. <laughs> hey, wait, wait a minute. What? Oh, goodness. I don't know how Billie Eilish would feel about that. What is happening? <laughs> Never I mind. Think, I, didn't, I, I don't think anybody wants to be the jock jams of any generation. I don't think any of this through. No, Gardner. it's just compiling a group of songs together that you know normally wouldn't be on one album. But then you find a way to put them on one album, and that's what you would be doing here. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Is I think that... you need to think this through <laughs> and then circle back around to this. I think I'm having a thought shower right now, and it seems like a really good idea. Well, would you do one for... Uh... I, don't, I think you should take a shower in the privacy mm. of your own mm. This is a thought privacy. shower. A thought shower is public. Or it can be. It can be, it be. You can choose to do it. In privacy, but it helps to have it in the public forum. Well, let's let's get let's get Carly's thoughts on what we talked about briefly last hour. Is that how many you think? Wow, that happened. Moments do you you have you've had in your life throughout your lifetime? Like when you look back on certain situations, go, wow, that did happen. How many of those moments do you think you've had? Gardner said ten. I said between four to six of those moments. Carly's like, I've had seven this month already. Mm-hmm. 
and I, it's January 7th. I've had 10 this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I, think there are, I think it's good to get it. I think there should be a day in America where we just go, ah, yeah, man, eight years ago, I was on that bullshit. We need a, a day of cleansing in America where we all just go, all right, man, six years ago, I fucked up. I owe you $45. My bad. Everybody needs a day where we just simply go, I was supposed to do something or I ate a misstep. A, a purge kind of thing here. It's the closest I think we can get without someone maybe physically getting hurt. Okay. But I think America, okay. what the happens you, the is... The way you were talking there about a cleanse and everything <laughs> like this, I'm like... Not that far. Uh, but I think we are at that... I think America has a lot of stuff we don't talk about. We have built up inside. And I think that's why a lot of us... Most of the country is walking around pretty pissed off. And I think we need a day where we're just like, I'm still mad about my ex-boyfriend sleeping with my roommate. Mm -hmm. Fuck him. We need one of those days mm -hmm. where we can just get it out in the open. We're like, And it feels good when you say it out. Like, ah, because you feel like an ass when you keep it bottled up inside. Isn't that called going to therapy? Ah, uh, yeah, that costs money. No, why not money. just go to a therapist? No, you can do that too. That's what but I just, just said. I just want to do. I just want to do it as a community. Carly, I was just simply agreeing with you. <laughs> she is so just like I said that, Gardner. I Did I not tell you I had seven what the what moments already this morning? I literally just said that. <laughs> he says. Why don't you just go to a therapist? I, I, I said. Just repeated what I said. No, no, no. I said, yeah. Why not go to a therapist? Why not go to a therapist? That was me agreeing with you. Okay. I think about this suggestion of just putting everything out in the world, and I remember social media exists. So maybe we already do that as a country. Never mind. Yeah. We're just it's all. Like cyber therapy. Yeah, it's cyber therapy. Where we just all like, ah. That's free. That is free. Speaking of social media, I know we that. We figured it out. We um, fixed it. Jordan Bennington and Justin Bieber have had a little thing going here. I see that. Beeps was actually very good at the hockeys. The Is video he? I've seen, he's pretty good at the hockeys. Yeah, are they playing down? No, no, that. I've seen him. I mean, if okay. there was ever an opportunity to knock Justin Bieber out, I would imagine the people who play with him would have taken that shot. But he seems to be doing fairly well. Now, is he going to participate in the All-Star game this year? Well, he's got, it seems like the, him and Bennington are going to make some sort of video. Wait, is Bieber coming to the loop? <laughs> I would think so. Ooh, maybe Danny's head on out to Centene. So are you excited for these festivities that are going to be surrounding the All-Star game coming up here? Um, yeah. I don't know what my role in anything is. It's the NHL. Yeah, the NHL, the NHL runs NHL, the show. Yeah, they, they bring in all yeah. their own people for all the things. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize. Yeah, right. so it's apparently it's the NHL's thing. That's why, as people have asked about, you know, shouldn't there be some more billboards and things going up? And people are like, no, that's the NHL show. That's the NHL's kind of, that's kind of their thing. So, huh. yeah. It's a little bit different, I guess, than Major League Baseball. Does their also game when the Cardinals had it? Yeah. But the Cardinals, I know they put a, a lot of promotions behind it. But, yeah. I'm very curious to see how this all shapes out. I, I love these kind of events when they come to St. Louis, even for like three, four days. It should be fun. Yeah. I like, uh, it's more, and even not the game itself, but the just stuff surrounding it yeah. is what I'm always curious about. Like, what do they have going on with, you know, there's always going to be a fan experience or right. whatever there is. And I never know what they're going to have there. Like, I'm just taking slap shots or whatever. Because there's like the one where, um, for baseball, we're like, hey, face a Randy Johnson fastball. Okay. 
let me try and hit a 100-mile-per-hour slider or something here. You try to stop a 107-mile-per-hour. Like, you drop the bat and run out of the batting cage. <laughs> right. Like, you get to dress up in a goalie outfit yeah. and try and stop, like, a 100-mile-per-hour slap shot or something oh, like that. The liability. Yeah, no, I know. It seems very <laughs> dangerous. But how real do you want it to get? Now, can I say I am a little bit nervous about the All-Star game coming here only because St. Louis is going to do this thing. They're going to do the thing when they did it with the PGA Championship. They're going to get very insecure. They're going to get very sensitive. They're going to start having to remind people, like, you know, we're not bad, actually. They're going to do this thing where they go, see, St. Louis can hold major sporting events. St. Louis is going to do that thing, like, when they see their ex-girlfriend out in public where they, like, try to suck their stomach in and, you know, do a couple of crunches in the parking lot before she sees you. Like, that's what St. Louis is going Why to do for the NHL All-Star game. I don't know. I don't know. I, not, not to say that I'm speaking from personal experience. But what we like, what St. Louis like, is going to do. The impact of those crunches is, I mean, I mean there's nothing there immediately. It's, it's the, it's, we're going to see the ex-girlfriend as we're shopping in the Galleria. <laughs> and then we're going to try to deepen our voice and try to hide our hairline and pretend that we aren't 25 pounds overweight and be like, no, things are good. You know, it, it's going well. How I just don't want to see this that. happen to you? Oh, no comment. But you know St. Louis is going to do that. We have a thing where we always can't just enjoy the, the moment. We have to prove to everybody else that we're not as bad as it seems. Am I, am I crazy in that garden? Eh, it depends. I'm sure. I mean, I don't, I, hope, I don't think we're going to go around calling it like Hockey Town USA or whatever. Right. But it felt like, like I, I talked about this when we over the summer. I, uh, last summer, I just thought, enjoy the Stanley Cup. Stop worrying about what fuckers in Toronto and Ottawa think of our parade and celebration. Like, who cares? Go yeah. out, get drunk, and be happy. Your organization finally won a Stanley Cup. Everyone's worried. Like, the PGA Tour is here in St. Louis. Enjoy it. Stop worrying about what Jim Nance thinks on the CBS broadcast. Yeah. Like, it's a very weird thing that we do when something major comes to St. Louis where we're just like, we have to impress the outer town. Enjoy yourself. They like it. Great. If they don't, what are you going to do? People are going to have their opinions about the city one way or the other. A lot of people are going to come in, even if it is a great time, we're going to still find a reason to shit on St. Louis. Yeah. It's just the way it is. I think it takes away from you enjoying the experience when you do that. Have fun with it, St. Louis. Don't worry about all that other shit. I would uh, agree with everything you said there. Oh, that's what? Yeah. I mean, it's not how this. as long as you're making yourself happy, you're not hurting anyone. Right. Then everything's fine. Uh -huh. It's cool. You don't need to prove anything. It's it's all right. There you go. Just because if you are, then you're not having a good you're time. You're not anyway. having a good time. It's like checking up on the ex. Yeah, it's like, nah. Just just enjoy yourself. That's yeah. all I'm asking. Okay. I want and that. And your hairline. And your hairline. Like, thank you, Carly. Carly thank yes. you. Why? Thank you. Is hairline important, by the way? Is that a thing girls like? The girls like hairline. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of you. Care for hairline. Depends on the hairline. Depends and on how far back the hairline. And the girl. <laughs> <laughs> and the mall that you're at. Galleria. Does that matter? Where it depends on the galleria. <laughs> depends on the time of day of the yeah. galleria. And what event is going on right. around the galleria? <laughs> is there a Jordan release at the galleria going on at this time? Okay. Are they opening? Is that still a thing? Uh, it's it's more online now, but it no. definitely is a thing. the The shoe culture in this country lets me know we need a recession. Because there are a lot of people making a lot of fucking money off freaking tennis shoes. Yeah. 
The guy got this much disposable income. Hey, man, let me get a piece. I'm a New Balance guy. <laughs> of course you are. Do you have a particular tennis shoe brand that you always go to, Carly? I don't buy tennis shoes very often. So, no. Did you have a brand growing up? Not necessarily. Me neither. My friends, we all come from kind of the social economic back, background. We grew up in the city of St. Louis. Parents did okay for themselves at the time as we were growing up and getting things lavishly like $120, $150 tennis shoes just wasn't a thing that we could afford. Mm-hmm. But now that my friends are older and they have their own money, like they are obsessed with it. They, they, they are out here online buying a, the $220 LeBron's and look, they got it because they make it, but they, and a lot of my friends go, yeah, man, I couldn't have them as a kid. And so now I'm catching up for lost time. Mm-hmm. I buy a new pair of shoes, like, like a tennis shoes like that, like look, once every two years, look, I, like I, maybe. I, really? Carlin, I hear you, girl, because I have friends who will, I have a friend and he has a massive, awesome collection. Shoes are gorgeous, but he'll, he'll spend a decent amount of money. I wish I tell I tell myself like one day I'll be in that position where I get nice things. I won't be sleeping on dog food pallets that I took behind the dumpster of treats unleashed. Sleeping under a bench in a park like I will be sleeping on a normal bed frame. Mm -hmm. One Um, day. One day I will look forward to those things. (laughs) Today's not that day. Today (laughs) is not that day. Is the mattress okay though? Oh, no. <laughs> it's just a bunch of bean bags inside of an air mattress. No, they're <laughs> old pillows. They're just old pillows sewn together. Um, She's like, I wish it was sewn. A mattress pad. <laughs> I could show you a photo if you'd like. <laughs> Please don't. You don't have to. Don't have I to. can pull it up right now. Ah, it's okay. It's all right. Is your back okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I. I've had scoliosis for the last three months, Gardner. Thanks My for asking. My chiropractor asked if I was in a severe car accident. <laughs> do you sleep inside of a trunk of a Prius? Was, the answer was no. <laughs> no, I do not. I feel like a jerk. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm young. <laughs> <laughs> That's essentially what you just have to bank on at a point when you're just like, hey, you know what? We can reverse. I got my age. We can reverse these issues. Yeah, I just don't want it to lead to anything down the road. With some back bends or something, which I don't do. <laughs> so, would, would that help things, maybe? I don't know. Pro- maybe. I can Google it. We can watch a YouTube tutorial. Yeah, I'll do that. I'm young enough. I'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> what are you, are you going to say the same thing to yourself tomorrow? Maybe, yeah. Barb will remind me. Barb, Barb will definitely remind you. Hey, girl, don't forget to lunge. How long has she had the hoodie? Um, We bought that when I got her. The hoodie one? I feel yeah. like you bought the hoodie and then got the dog. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Which came first. <laughs> Which came first. <laughs> the hoodie or the Barb. I got this cute hoodie for a dog. Uh, so Hopefully we, her name's Barb. <laughs> hope this works. See so you around with Cinderella. Like, <laughs> put the hoodie on. Okay, we found the one. <laughs> Makes sense. Speaking of dogs, would you guys uh, like to play a game? I like games, Gardner, and I like to play them. I feel really vulnerable that you know my sleeping arrangement. <laughs> yeah. And the whole world. Does. <laughs> I forgot that this oh, is. Oh, yeah, the whole world. All six of my cousins and and Chris's parents. I forgot that this was more than just us three. <laughs> and the people that already see you at the bars as it is. 
We've, so yeah, we uh, let's play a game. We we chatted about it last time though, I think too. And then we were setting you up a Reddit account or something. <laughs> yes, I think that's what we're gonna do. Carly Reddit page. That's what we should do. Well, we just that's how you can definitely like the build the lore of Carly, where we just have a group of random anonymous people on Reddit <laughs> talking about how they've seen you across town, I how they're obsessed need a across. New Reddit name. All right, let's do that then. Let's just have a account where it looks like we're stalking Carly. And just following up on all her life, and it's just actually Carly feeding us information about where she's going to be throughout the day. I think because didn't you accidentally give out your Reddit name? I did. I did. I need to change that. (laughs) Barb, write that down. Barb, write it down. Boys and girls, it's time to play America's favorite game. It's time for dogs on film. The first dogs on film and the roaring 20s. The new decade. The new decade. You guys ready to kick off the new decade? Y'all ready for Did y'all ever think 2020? When you was a youngin', did you ever like, oh, man, I can't wait. 2020, I'm going to be able to, me and Dr. Spock, we're going to be like, oh, shoot, baby, transport me to this planet. To, to be honest, happen. I never thought it'd make it this long. But uh, here we are. Yeah. And now I have to deal with it. Yeah. I did not live in a way that would allow me to be here this long, I thought. So now we're trying to figure it all out. But. <laughs> Let's really compare the excitement from 20 yeah. years ago to now. Like, oh, 2020 in 2000. Yeah. 2020 now. Ah, shit. Yeah. We're here. I'm ready for 2021. Yeah, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carly said she's ready to fast forward already 12 months. <laughs> all right. We got dogs on film. We have six films. Okay. We will pit one film against another with three pairings. And uh, they each have a theme to them. The first theme is wedding movies. The second theme is airplane movie. Okay. And the third theme is movies with a year in their title. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Do they so, all have dogs in them? No, yeah. that's a good question. I'm just. Uh, it's the thing we've been doing this for almost like a few months now, and we kind of ran, ran out. Of out. Dog movies. Yeah, we kind of ran out of dog so movies. So it's like kind of like twelve we do, months ago. We do say maybe we should change the name of it to On Film. <clears throat> but because we have Barb in here, we can still technically count this as dogs on film. Yeah. Because Barb's naturally going to help Carly. So now there might be dogs in these movies, but we don't go seeking them we out. We don't go seek. We would assume there was probably a service dog at some point offset in a lot of these films. So we also have a tiebreaker. Now in these the first three pairings that you use, you have to guess which one has a better score according to the venerable website, Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And if you get it right, you get a point. So you can max out at three points. Now we do have a tiebreaker if someone if you guys have the same score. And on that tiebreaker, you have to guess closest to the actual score. Okay. Now, throughout, I'll kind of decide if I want to let someone or everybody know that they're right or wrong. If I go right. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. If I go wrong. (laughs) That one. Sounds like Barb. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I've ever heard Barb bark. Barb bark. She's so She doesn't bark. She doesn't bark. She just growls like that, like at my roommate's dog. If yeah. my roommate's dog, like, talks to her. She, she only talks to you? Or she talks to the roommate's dog, I guess. If yeah. my roommate's dog, like, tries to be like, hey, Barb, can I bother you? 
And then Barb's like, no. <laughs> That's what she says. That's exactly what Barb says. Absolutely so. not. Okay. <laughs> Barb says. <laughs> <laughs> That's Barb. <laughs> okay. So there's the game. And also, we have a little brief description of each one of these movies. Now, this part, I, I don't know it. if Carly's had in a while, but the, this, the gentleman. Oh, I love this. Oh, yeah. The gentleman that absolutely provides I'm us with the familiar. brief. Oh, it is the great And we're very happy that he made it to 2020. Yeah. Like he's that a is little the, su- that's the plot twist of the he's year. He's always already. surprised himself. <laughs> um, he used we, to fart through his penis, Carly. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah, he had to have surgery for it. Mm. So it's all taken care of now, though. Thank God. Um, so yeah, let's get to your first movie. Your first pairing is wedding movies. You ready? Okay. Here we go. Here's Sean. So it's been a little while. Yes, it has. Gonna be a little rusty. Probably. You're gonna stumble through your words. See if I can remember how to read. Are you ready? Yeah. Bridesmaids. Huh? Bridesmaids. 2011. Romance. Comedy. Two hours, 12 minutes. Annie, Kristen Wiig, is a single woman whose own own life is a mess. But when she learns that her lifelong best friend Lillian, Maya Rudolph, is engaged, she has no choice but to serve as the maid of honor. Though lovelorn and almost penniless, Annie nevertheless winds her way through the strange and expensive rituals associated with her job as the bride's to-go girl, as the bride's go-to gal. Determined to make things perfect, she gamely leads Lillian and the other bridesmaids, Rose Byrne, Melissa McCarthy, Wendy McClellan, McClendon Covey, and Ellie Kepper down the wild road to the wedding. Yeah, you are rusty, aren't you? Yeah, boy. Yeah. He was struggling. Wendy McClendon Covey, who, of Mm -hmm. course, one of our earlier guests in the early days of We Alive. Oh, friend of the show. Yeah. All right, so your first movie is Bridesmaids. Okay. Going against... Next, we have my big fat Greek wedding. 2002 Ooh. indie film drama, one hour, 36 minutes. Everyone in the Portocalos family worries about Tula, Nia Vardalos. Still unmarried at 30 years old, she works at dancing Zorber the Greek's restaurant owned by her parents, Gus, Michael Constantine, and Maria, Renee Kazan. After taking a job at her aunt's travel agency, she falls in love with Ian Miller, John Corbett, a teacher who is tall, handsome, and definitely not Greek. Tula isn't sure which will be, which will be more upsetting to her father, that Ian is a foreigner, or that she is, or that he's a, he's a vegetarian. How's your marriage? It's fine. Kathy's in the other room crying. She's got a TV back there, yeah. Is she watching something? Oh, probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Well, she's just back to crying. And you're just leaving her and recording with me instead? Mm-hmm. No, I've got obligations. Well, you did leave her in an elevator once. Well, not once. A couple of times. Fire department was there, though. Yeah, she's in good hands. She enjoys it. Firemen come, axes drawn, rescuing her. He, I was there when he left her in an elevator once. But the the fire department was there to save her. We were heading out for a road trip, so we needed to get going. Oh. Jesus. But yeah, that happened. Yeah, I bet it did. Uh, so we have bridesmaids. Yes, and my big fat Greek wedding. Two very popular films. I saw bridesmaids in theaters. It is very very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have a feeling that the hype that has surrounded big fat Greek wedding. So I'm gonna go with that. Carly, what is your choice? I don't like how they, the description said still unmarried at 30. Oh. Ah! I didn't even pick up on that. I did. <laughs> That's sexist as hell! Why does that bother you? I'm not 30 yet, but I will be 30 uh-huh. at so some st- point. So there's still time for a rich man to fly on through St. Louis and be like, hey, baby girl. And then you won't even have to worry about the description anymore. 
Oh I'm gonna go with bridesmaid solely because that didn't sit well with him, girl. Barb or myself. Okay. Bridesmaids for Carly. My big fat Greek wedding for Travis. Carly? Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Correct. Oh, wow. My big fat Greek wedding, 76. Bridesmaids, a 90. Her bridesmaids was very funny. I, I just assumed that the, I got I to gotta read the room. I'm an idiot. So it's one to nothing. Carly leading a game of dogs on film or on film. On film. Uh, one to nothing after the first round. We go to our second pairing, which is... Dang, Barb, it's rude. <laughs> Your mama is trying to thank you. There you go, Barb. Your mama trying to kiss you. There you go. She moved away for a moment. She showed, she's like, funny. I am on TV, Mom. I thought Please she was going to be like, was a very vulnerable morning for me. For you? Well, I'm glad Barb decided. Yeah, I've, I've revealed a lot. <laughs> welcome, welcome to We Are Live. That's what we do every day. <laughs> You've not seen the show. That's what we do. <laughs> she's still... She's still She's still working on that she, mattress. She's thinking thing. about that pallet. <laughs> I know. I'm never going to find a suitor. <laughs> she lives on a pallet. I didn't know the description of my big fat Greek wedding. And, and look, man, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this right now, Carla. Ain't nothing sexier than women on pallets. Stop just saying, saying man. It. man, Stop man saying I'm just saying. It. Maybe people are just now tuning in. Yeah. They <laughs> 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 didn't know. It. Oh, she live on a what? Oh, shit. I didn't know that. <laughs> All right. Airplanes. Okay. The flight machines. That's your next pair. That's our theme. Okay, here we go. What do you got, Barb? Carly's up one nothing. Here we go with your first one. I won last time too. You're a pro. I want I win this like every time yeah, I win. Pretty damn good. Then we have Flight 2012, drama thriller, one, two hours, 18 minutes. Commercial airline pilot Whip Whitaker, Denzel Washington, has a problem with drugs and alcohol, though so far he's managed to complete his flight safely. His luck runouts when a disastrous mechanical malfunction sends his plane hurtling toward the ground. Whip pulls off a miraculous crash landing that results in only six lives lost. Shaken to the core, Whip vows to get sober, but when the crash investigation exposes his addiction, he finds himself in even worse situation. In an even worse situation. You could be a pilot. Could have been. Got one part down. What's that? The drinking. Then the drugging. <laughs> okay. Calm, calm down there, Denzel. Sean offered me blotter the other day. I don't even want to know what that is. Acid of some sort. Oh, Jesus, help us. Well, Sean yeah, I'll pass this time. Maybe another time. All right, uh, so flight going against... All right, next up we have Hot Shots. 1991, action, action, adventure. One hour, 24 minutes. In this spoof of Top Gun, former U.S. Navy pilot Topper Harley, Charlie Sheen, is haunted by an accident in which his father lost control of a jet fighter, of a fighter jet. When Lieutenant Commander James Block, Kevin Dunn, asked Topper to come out of retirement and help him complete a classified mission, Topper returns to active duty against the advice of his psychiatrist, Valeri Valeria Valerio Galino, and soon discovers that he may be a pawn in a, in a devious arms manufacturing conspiracy. Big day the other day. What's that? You turned 60 years old. Oh, All yes. right. So you feel ragged in three long days. You know, because I got work. In the days I work, I drink more than the days I'm off. You see, it's my nature, I suppose. Part of the job. You drink more on the days you work yeah. than the days you're off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That, that makes sense. You know, that odd makes I'm sense. I don't feel like it. Oh, I'm never going to grow up. <laughs> All right. So you have hot shot versus flight. What you want to go with? Gotta be flight, right? I was gonna say the first one. Okay. You're both going flight. You both are. <laughs> wrong. Flight, a 77. 
Hot Shots an 83, according to Rotten Tomatoes. I don't get Rotten Tomatoes. I do, yeah. but I don't. I get it to aggregate at the same time. Yeah. I Even when I read some of the reviews, um, you know, I will say, though, a lot of the critics who are top reviewers on Rotten Tomatoes are solid, but those scores are very weird. Mm-hmm. Although, now, when we do the aggregate, we do it at the critic score or the, just the overall score? The critic score. Critic score, okay. Yes. All right, that makes score. sense. Because I think every audience score would be like 95 or yeah. something. Yeah. So we have one pairing left. Okay. Carly in the lead, one nothing. This right. pairing is movies with a year in the title. All right, here we go. Here's your first one. 1984. 1984. Drama, sci-fi, one hour, 53 minutes. A man loses his identity while living under a, rep- a repressive regime. In a story based on George Orwell's classic novel, Winston Smith, John Hurt, is a government employee whose job involves the re- rewriting of history in a manner to cast his fictional country's leaders in a charitable light. His trysts with Julia, trysts, 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 his trysts with Julia, Susanna Hamilton, provide his only measure of enjoyment. But lawmakers frown on the relationship. And in this closely monitored society, there is no escape from Big Brother. You know, the Battle Hawks will start playing in the mm-hmm. XFL here oh in boy, St. Louis. Yeah, I can't wait for that. You think you could be their PA announcer? <laughs> no, not good with names. Like if they had I, a- Al Pacino on there? No, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Just Al Chapino. Al Chapino, yeah, just not good with names. Signor V. Weaver. Give me a touchdown, Battle Hawks. No. Touchdown, Battle Hawks. Caca, caca. Go higher with the caca. I can't. Caca. See, breaks. Yeah, I tried to get him an audition tape, but didn't work out. So it looks like Sean won't be the PA announcer for the XFL's Battle Honks. Uh, so your first movie, 1984. Here's your second one. Next up, we have 2001, A Space Odyssey, 1968, fantasy, sci-fi, two hours, 44 minutes. An imposing black structure provides a connection between the past and the future, and and this enigmatic adaption of a short story by revered sci-fi author Arthur C. Clarke. When Dave, when Dr. Dave Bowman, Keir Dulia, and other astronauts are sent on a mysterious mission, their ship's computer system, HAL, begins to display increasingly strange behavior, leading up to a tense showdown between man and machine that results in a mind-bending trek through space and time. Boy, I remember seeing that thing in the theater back in 1968. My grandmother took me and the boys and my brothers you know, to a matinee. And I remember walking out into the bright lit sun and my grandmother goes, what the hell was that? <laughs> I remember that to this day. What the hell was that? That was her review. That's the one that called me C-N. Name is S- my, my name is spelled S-E-A-N. What kind of name is C-N? Alright. Nice little story there from Sean about his grandmother. Uh... 2001, A Space Odyssey, first 1984. 1984. 1984 for Carly. 2001, Space Odyssey. 2001, Space Odyssey <laughs> for Travis. Travis. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. No. I want to <laughs> win. <laughs> the, the anguish in her nose. <laughs> it was so childlike. <laughs> like she just took something else no. from Carly. There's still overtime, pal. So... <laughs> Why are you mad at me? <laughs> I, I can barely see Carly's face. Is she <laughs> what face is she making? <laughs> she staring angrily at me. Uh, like it's my fault. All right, what was the score on those two? Seventy-nine for nineteen eighty-four. Okay. And a ninety-three for two thousand one: A Space Odyssey. Oh, I would have gone. Oh, I have not seen two thousand one: Space Odyssey. All right. 
So we have we're one apiece here. Doc. His, his grandma's story threw me off. His grandma <laughs> being like, "What the hell is that?" Oh. <laughs> right, so his grandma didn't that? have any com. His if his grandma left the commentary out of it. So you would you went with grandma's sh- review. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was she was scored. You were swayed by grandma's <laughs> review. She and led me astray. <laughs> yes. She did. I'll, let, I'll let the lid shut. Hey. God, cool. If grandma would have just kept her mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You would have been all right. I've been fine. Damn. Whatever. Move on. All Move right. On. So we have a tiebreaker. You have to guess closest to the actual score Whatever. with the tiebreaker. What, okay, go on. I get it. All right. Here you go. Is this the tiebreaker? Yep. Tiebreaker. Man on the Moon, 1999. Drama, comedy, one hour, 59 minutes. Jim Carrey stars as the late Andy Kaufman, who was considered one of the most innovative, eccentric, enigmatic performers of his time. A master at manipulating audiences, audiences, Kaufman could generate belly laughs, stony silence, tears, or brawls. Whether inviting the audience out for milk and cookies or challenging women to intergender wrestling matches, he specialized in creating performances so real that even his close friends were never sure where the truth lay. So, on that note, I better get Ready to go to the bathroom. A little gas, see, like, I'm not sure what's going on. Could be gas, could be the other one. Well, you're not farting out of your penis again. Well, that's, that's been that's been ratified, been fixed. You mean rectified? Rectified. <laughs> ratified. Uh, all right, well, I'll see you around. Bye-bye. Ratified. All right, closest to the actual score. 76. 76 for Man on the Moon for Carly. Travis? Mmm. Oh, I said 76? Yeah, I did uh-huh. say 76. You heard it correctly. Then I'm going 69. 69 for Travis? Hmm. I just lost the damn <laughs> score. Here it is. Okay. Actual score? 63. Huh? So Travis with a nice win with a guess nice. of 69. <sighs> Can I... Because I'm in still the holiday spirit. What's the critic score? Uh, that was the critic score. Oh. It was a 63. What was all the other scores? Uh, four Man on the Moon. Yeah. Yeah, let me look. I have to look it up. If it helps. I'm gonna. I'm gonna help. I'm helping you out here, Carly. Um, because I know you're vulnerable this morning. I'm very vulnerable. Very. I let out. So much. All my nasty little <laughs> secrets. <laughs> the audience score. Is a 79 for Man on the Moon. Cool. Well, I still lost. Here we go by the tomato meter. So, but I mean, that's like the first time you've ever lost in this game. It's very true. It is. That's true. Do you have that too, kind of? And it's better to love and lost than to not love at all. Yeah. Right? Whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Congratulations, Travis. Ah, why? Well, thank you, Carla. That was fun. I had a really fun time. <laughs> <laughs> till that, till that. What, a, what a fun game. What a, what a, what a delightful. No, I think the no was what broke her. The no. I thought. I think she thought she was just gonna cakewalk through this bad boy, and mm-hmm. bam. No, I didn't. There's no cake involved. So <laughs> is that why? By the way, is that why they call it a cakewalk? Is there always cake involved? Let's go with that. Okay. Oh. Just because that might get you places in the future. Okay. Hey, Travis, we have a cakewalk coming up. Why don't you join us? You might be on time, actually, then, too. Well, that's a good point. I love cakewalks. Yeah. Maybe we, should, maybe we should have one. We should have literally a cakewalk, and, like, every other block is cake. <coughs> I don't eat a ton of cake. I got banned from a cakewalk one time. 
Why? Why? In my grade school at a fall festival because I wouldn't leave the cakewalk. I just kept like oh, playing Carly. the cakewalk. Oh, Carly. Until I had like five cakes. Oh, and then my. the teachers were like, Carly. Carly, you can't have five cakes. You, you, you need to like stop. You. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to tell a kid <laughs> I got to not have, get more cake I got a cake banned walk. from a cake yeah. <laughs> You have a stack of like five cakes. Yeah. I'm not sure your parents are going to let you take all of these cakes home. Uh-huh. I, got, I got cake happy. Now, was it all the same cake? Or no, was they it were all different cakes. Oh. I was really excited about them. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Cakes was the thing. Like in school, like cake They were like was... full cake. They were literally like... Full, yeah. Full cakes. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought they were slices. Oh cake. no, they were like. Full Wait, what? Cakes. Wait, I missed that part. They were full cakes. <laughs> what kind of private ass school you go to? Get the hell out of here, Carly. I'm up here trying to sympathize with your ass. Talk about getting slices of cake. You talk about whole ass cake. If you don't sit your <laughs> selfish ass down somewhere. Taking all them damn cakes. Oh, I just like kept getting in line with <laughs> this cake. <So> <laughs> Do you remember what kind of cakes they were? Just different they kinds. They were different kinds of cake. One of them was like a pineapple upside down cake. Jesus. One of them was like a cheesecake. Oh. And then eventually, I had like five of them and eventually the teacher was like, Carly, you can't like, you can't do the cakewalk anymore. Like you literally have five <laughs> cakes. You need to save some for like the rest of the school. Did you give them <laughs> back? Like well, kept my five. And then when my parents oh. came to pick me up, they were like, you're only taking one of these with you. <laughs> Carly, you're not taking all five. And this you remember which one you kept? I think I kept the I think I kept the pineapple upside down cake. Okay. Was this? Because uh, I was really into those at the time. Was this sophomore, junior, high school? This was when I was like in fifth grade. Damn it, fifth grade, Carly. What? Is, <laughs> no, but that makes sense. I can't really be stunned by that because if you told somebody, "Hey, man, cake wall, get how many cakes you want," I'm there was like big, like inflatable things to jump in. There was like so many more things. I'm just like yeah. cake walk, yeah. zero it in on the cake walk. Yeah. I, I gotta say, like that's 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 pretty brilliant. <laughs> that's all I remember about this fall festival. Was just this sounds cake. like you had like a mental break, and all you could think about was cake. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for the cake. Were you spot. as motivated to get that many cakes, or you just when you saw the cake, you just figured I had to get more? That all of it. Yeah. Okay, Carly, so you, you knew going in that it was a likelihood that you was gonna take multiple cakes with you. I was just like, oh yeah, this is my night. Carly, it was kind of like going into a casino and yeah. you win once, and then you're just like, I got the fix. Oh yeah, you got the taste. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Carly, mommy's you, home. Do you like, think you can uh, eat all those cakes? I didn't Thompson, care. Do you think you could get the fuck out of my face? <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. Because I'm about to try. I'm about to give it a shot. <laughs> I uh, I can't be mad at you at that. I like that makes sense when you're at when you're at that point. I'll probably do that shit now. Let know. me know there's a cakewalk down at the convention there was center. A cobbler I walk. would probably be there right now. <laughs> yeah. There was a cobbler I had, like, walk. A pile of cakes <laughs> off to the side. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It, it doesn't take much for Gardner and I to generally get out and try new things. So if someone was like, hey, guys, I don't know if you knew this, but between 10 to 12 down at the convention center in downtown St. Louis, there's a two-mile cake. We, about side, you said two-mile yeah. cake. We're gone. Can I, can I smoke while we're walking? Yeah, oh, that's, all, that's all Gardner needs. I asked them that. <laughs> <laughs> Carly, enough. All right, Carly, you can smoke, but no more yeah. cake. <laughs> What was your most, like, as a child growing up, what was the experience where you were just like, 
overwhelmed with what you were experiencing. Me? Because, like, I would say cake in a park was when I was like, this is all I want in life right now is to run around like an idiot with my friends and eat cake. No, I mean, it was never cake for me. Not a cake kid. No. Like I said, I'm a cobbler boy. a cobbler boy. boy. I'm a cobbler boy. Um, I, I don't, don't discriminate. I don't know what it, what it would have been. I'm trying to think of being, I'm sure I was overwhelmed a number of times. Six Flags. First time of Six Flags as a kid. That's a good call. Turkey legs. Turkey legs. Like, damn, it was like 80,000 people walking around with turkey legs, and there's endless screaming and laughter. I just remember being wall to wall, like I'm, the roller coasters look 15 How stories tall. How do you end tall. up in the cute girls group to hang out? Got to figure that out. You see the Six cute girls, where y'all going? Y'all want to go get a caricature picture? Yeah. Y'all want to get on Batman ride real quick? Yeah. Where y'all going next? Like things like that. Disney Disney cool. World was also overwhelming as a kid. Disney World was surreal because, like, especially, look, I grew up in city St. Louis, black mm-hmm. kid. I always thought. Oh, Are I, you? I, I did. I grew up, and now I sold out, and now I don't even think about the city you, anymore. You're a good sellout. Thank you. And But what happened was uh, I thought, oh, I'd never get to Disney World. It's something I just never thought about as a kid because we just didn't have the means like that. And then one day we went to Disney World. And it was like the oh. coolest fucking thing in the history. I used cool. to live close to Disney World as a child. Oh, really? Yeah, like, like a cakewalk away. A ca- cakewalk. <laughs> it was a cakewalk. Girl, where you stay? I'm like about a cakewalk around from the Fox. I've been there a number of times. Well, and then the well, the Shamu incident too. <laughs> oh yeah, you did have a Shamu incident. You got uh, uh you got squirted on. Well, yeah. I almost fell Shamu into squirted Shamu's on mouth. You. Yeah, that'd have been funny. What a story uh, that was. Because like been. you imitate the whale. And you got dizzy. Well, you do something and the whale imitates you. So I got picked out of the audience as like a five-year-old. And so I'm doing the stuff they're telling me to do. And then the final one is to spin around and then throw the, f- the fish. And so Shamu's spinning around as I'm spinning around. And I'm getting closer to the edge of the pool. And then all of a sudden I stop and I'm like wobbling. And Shamu opens mouth waiting for the fish. And I'm just like, I'm going to fall in there. And set through the fish and like walk back. I thought I was going to fall in Shamu's mouth. So be careful if you're feeding Shamu. Thank God you didn't. You wouldn't be here today. And knowing what we know about the documentary Blackfish, there was a strong likelihood you would have actually fell into Shamu's mouth. Yeah. I don't know if they could have saved me. Because they didn't do a great job at treating those whales. So you could have fell in and everybody would be like, oh, no, it'll be fine. No, that whale probably would have ate your ass. I'd like to thank Carly. Just your ass. Just (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no Ow. more no more ass shampoo. <laughs> if Carly can't have cake, you can now have no longer have ass. It was an ass no walk ass though, man. Yeah. I just want more ass. Carly, thank you for being so vulnerable this morning. Yeah, thank you, Carly, for coming on Sharing. here and I having your myself. Dr. Phil moment. By the way, if you want to donate any uh posturepedic mattresses or memory foam mattresses to fine folks here at Midcoast Media and that we can pass it on to guests. I'm When I move, whenever that is, it's going to be at some point. That's when I'm going to get a new bed. I just don't feel like lugging a new situation no, in my dumbass place. Uh-huh. It's a whole thing. If you want to just, donate sleeping bags, please send it to Midcoast Media. It's a whole we'll thing. Make sure it gets I'm, into Carly's hands. I... I hate myself. You have excess pillow. If you have all those pillows on your bed that it's you really don't thing. need, guys, guys, your wife is always putting 75,000 pillows on the bed. How about you donate 20 to Carly? How about you do they that? They are flattening. See? You got some my extra comfort. My body weight is heavier than Fellas, I saw, hey. So, fellas, if you out there my pillow mattress. looking for a new situation, all you got to do is come hard with the comforter 
and a pot- potentially a queen size mm-hmm. posture Peter. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. All I'll right. have a nice life one day. <sighs> one day. It's a good line. Uh, Gardner, I-, I did not get the 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 reads uh, as far as our our amazing sponsors. <laughs> if you have them in front of you, uh, I would it would be great if you could read them before we go off air today. Uh, Oh, or I could do my own live read. I'll do my own live okay, read. How about just, that? I'm right, going to uh, flash it up right, there. You, right. you make Gateway it up. Powder Coating. At Gateway Powder Coating, we take that rusty equipment of yours and we unrustify it with our amazing powder coating technology. Yeah. So if you're looking for something that needs to be powder coated, only think of one place in the Midwest. That's Gateway Powder Coating. I don't know if you knew this, Carly, but they're fast, they're durable, and they're affordable. And if you have the internet... Perhaps on your phone or your computers, uh-huh. computer doors for our Spanish watchers, uh-huh. you can put Gateway Powder Coating in the Google box. Uh-huh. Or go one. to gatewaypowdercoat.com. If you want to get fancy, if you got some hackers who watch yeah. the show, then so be. But what about this one? St. Louis Counseling, oh, improving lives since 1955. Carly? Yeah. St. Louis Counseling. <laughs> Improving lives since 1955. That's Go check them out. Uh, <laughs> Mental Health Matters, of course, records in this fine studio where you hear from notable celebrities from around the St. Louis area talk about getting rid of the mental illness stigma. On St. Mm-hmm. Louis Counseling, check them out. If you too also have Wi-Fi in your house, mm-hmm. then you can hook up to the internet. If you got the internet, then you can go to Google and put St. Louis Counseling in the Google box. Is there a promo code for that? There by is. chance, <laughs> I am struggling yes. for money. H E L P. H E L P is the, the promo code. Th- and I think that's it, Travis. Oh, very well. Well, you know what? This has been a delightful Tuesday. Uh-huh. Is it Wednesday or Tuesday? It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. What the shit? Yeah. When, I know. That holiday threw me off. You should be figuring it out by now. I wish I had. You're frightening my Barb. I apologize, yeah. Barb. Barb, thanks for coming in. Carl's, as always, it's great to see you. You're looking There's good, a... girlfriend. There's a... Thanks. It's an optical illusion, but we appreciate <laughs> it. Gardner, job well done today. Yeah, of course. Chris Denman, ah, he was here. Uh-huh. I'm Travis Terrell. This is We Are Live. Make sure you hit that subscribe button right there. Mm-hmm. And when you do, on this side. Yeah. And when you hit that subscribe button, you get some cool updates from guys like us. Make sure you also. Guys like us. Carly, where can they follow you on the socials? Carly Laughs on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can see her laying on the ice. Nice. That's the one I saw recently. You are you checking out my pages? Nice. Your Stalk, Instagram page? Slugger page, yeah. yeah. Nice. Thank you. I like, I'm like. i supposed to like your photos, right? Increase right. that engagement rate. There you That's go. what I'm trying to do. Thank and you. do the same thing for We Are Live while you're at it. Midcoast Media page. Check out our cute pictures. Chris and I down at uh, 12th Night looking adorable. And go I, to the Midcoast Media page. There it is. Look how cute that is. So cute. Check it all out. Great interviews. Tim Meadows was on our show. The cutest. Carl Williams was on our show. Some great interviews. And uh, I think oh. we'll, I'll put, um, you'll see some excerpts from uh, our Brooke Grimsley interview uh, on the Instas today. And, I love uh, you can her. Go, she's a, oh my goodness. What a, a gem. She's so beautiful. Uh, and she yes. looks like an American girl, yeah. Bratz doll hybrid. Yeah. Oh my goodness. She That's why I kind of dressed up like a, I mean. That's nice. I still kind of look like 
a Steve Jobs Kim Possible hybrid. But that's that works. But people I didn't like, wear sweatpants. People like the Steve Jobs look. That's hot. But I saw you guys had her on yesterday. And I was like, oh, wow, I got to do something today. <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely woman. I can't look like trash. I'm following in the footsteps of, like, a, a Miss America mm. style. No, she was a model. She's beautiful. She's great. She's mm-hmm. cool. She's a cool gal. Mm-hmm. It's been a delight the past couple of days. It has been. Having great. Two, two cool gals in. That's right. That's right. Carly. And Barb. Two Barb's in cool that group. Gals. Three cool gals mm-hmm. in. Okay. I like it. All right. For all of our sponsors, our amazing guest, mm-hmm. Dr. Ed. Lovely folks at Hillside Animal Hospital. Good luck to them. Hope everything's okay. Word to the mother. Yeah. This has been We Are Live. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. Same time, same channel. Uh Peace.